Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And a special offer to I'ma Let You Finish listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. That's betterhelp.com slash I'ma let you, I-M-M-A-L-E-T-U. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma Let You Finish, show number 121 on the Pantheon Podcast Network with your host, Court and Amy. It is Thursday, December 8th. And it's Enzo's birthday. It is. Is it Enzo's first birthday? It's Enzo's second birthday. Shit. Tell me. It's going. It's going Going fast. fast. It's going very fast. It's going very, very... So if my son or any of his friends listen to the podcast, which they do not, because as my son said, (laughs) I have spent my life listening to you talk about bullshit. Why would I have to like listen to you on the radio talking about bullshit? But I'm like, (laughs) that said, happy birthday, Enzo. Wow. (laughs) And we woke up today to Brittany Griner being on a plane. Oh, wait. I didn't even, I haven't even seen the thing I posted. You didn't, yes. No, I have been inside a church with no reception. Oh, my God. They actually, she was, there was a trade that uh, that happened with that arms deal that they wanted, but Russia (laughs) refuses to release. And first round draft choice. No joke. I'm sorry. They they refused to release, unfortunately, uh, Paul Whalen. Oh, no. Oh, no. They didn't release him? Oh, no. They're saying that he's a spy and they want a spy in return. And the U.S. is saying, we don't have a Russian spy. And they're like, well, we want a spy because he's a spy. So, but... She is oh. on a plane. She's on she's her way. She's in the United. To, she's in the UAE right she, now, according to she's, this. Yeah, she's on her way to the West Coast, where she will be. Uh, I believe the West, either the West Coast, San Diego, or or San Antonio, one of the two, to a military I think she's base. Te- I think she's from Texas, so she oh, might go. She's to, going to a base first. Oh, where to be she's deprogrammed. Going to, to a, well, to a military hospital to make sure she's okay and do oh all of the God. things. Can you where imagine they have, what this uh, woman's life is going to be? Oh my mm-hmm. God. You know. Well, that's good, and I'm very now. That's very sad about Paul Whelan. I, w- right, I would hate yeah. to think that celebrity play. I mean, celebrity well, obviously played into her well, being arrested. Well, and no, I don't think. 
We, we say yeah. that, but they were trying for both. And Russia, absolutely, they were going for both. Said it's her or nothing. They were down to the wire because they, they were like, believe, she's she does drugs and he's a spy. Basically. They believe he is a spy, and they're like, we want. Well, for him, you have to send us another spy, and we're oh, saying we God. don't have a spy. So they're yeah. still trying, and they actually, unlike the last release. Uh, the U.S. government did go to Paul Whelan's family ahead of time to say this Good. is what's going on. And his family, his brother released a really beautiful statement saying that the U.S. made a right choice. We are sorry that Paul won't be home, but they made a right choice in bringing right. her home well, and doing what they Something good is coming out of this. Horrible. Well, good. Um Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, uh, I know. So uh, we start. That's a celebra- celebratory. I got note. so nervous for a second because I thought we'd have to talk about stupid ass Britney Spears again. No. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm over her. She needs to be reconservative. Well, no. Well, this is what I said. <laughs> no. Well, I understand. I just wish somebody would take her phone, right? Because I don't expect anybody to come out of a 13 year conservatorship and just be okay. But I just wish that she was someplace living life a little bit and having maybe, you know, some intense therapy just to get her life on track and not be living it out via Instagram, right? Because you're not going to come out of a situation like that and be like, "Woo, well, that was something. (laughs) You're going to be pretty damaged. So I just wish that um, it was a little less fighting with your kids publicly because that just doesn't end well for anybody and it's not good for the children. And, you know, it's it's a, that to me is a sad situation. We also, this morning, heard from Celine Dion, which is really sad because it turns out that she had- I really literally was someplace with no internet for three hours. Yeah, she really, it turns out that she has a very rare neurological neurological disorder called stiff know. person's disease. Which oh, I've heard of this. Affects, I know someone who has it. It's and, awful. And it's it, awful. And they say that it affects women more yep. than men. It does. And it can lock your muscles and body into these uncontrollable positions, and it's affecting her vocal cords. Mm. She's really been has a team of specialists helping her but there is no cure so mm-hmm. she it, and it's also affecting her ability to sing right now and move so she's had to cancel the, just the european tour she's trying to get well and has like sports medicine doctors and things helping her but again this is a thing how do you manage something that has no cure so that's you know sweet listen i don't know people i know think oh she's cheesy she's celine celine dion is a legend Oh, Celine Dion, who I've met, at, well, she is for Canadian, for a lot of young Canadians, She's and a in inter- nice person, and and in entertainment, there are a lot of people who consider Celine Dion a legend. Celine Dion has been making records since she was like nine years old. You know what I mean? So for a lot of people, she is a legend, and there are a lot of singers who grew up. She is their idol, modeling themselves after how she sings, and you know, and I'm by all accounts a very nice person, and it's just. You don't want to hear of a singer not being able to sing anymore, right? It's like you saw that. Well, it depends on the singers. There are some, there are some singers I wouldn't mind if they never sang Yeah, again. but this is a serious story I'm for being me. sarcastic. I'm like, I think, I, I, yeah, I but, but yes, I know, I know you are, but not every moment calls for sarcasm. This is kind of well, a sad, some, fucked up actually, story. Actually, every moment calls <laughs> for sarcasm. Um, and it's like... No, obviously, I got nothing against a woman. I no, obviously, I, she's a mom, and I hope, you know, I'm just saying there are certain people when they die, there's a moment of like, 
You notice there's not a lot of, uh, you ha- I don't want to talk about her because I never liked her anyway. I won't talk about mm. her. Forget it. You have to look up into your mic. See, this is the thing about the, the audio issue we're having. You're looking down and talking and it doesn't sound right. good. Sorry. Well, so okay. it's like, it's kind of like we got to figure all right. out. Anyway, I'm f- mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's, yeah. it is sad. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, I think about Linda Ronstadt, who's like, loved to sing. And what she, because of of Parkinson's, she can't sing. And after Angela Bothell had her strokes, you know, it took away her ability to sing. And, you know, these are people who, that's what they do. That's what they love to do. So, you know, it's, it's, it just, it's, you know, it's, it's really interesting how, mornings can come with news that is like great and you're like this is great and then the next story is like well this is not so great you know it's just getting older is tough man you just realize i remember when i because when i was young i didn't pay attention to so much shit it was just like everything was rosy you know what i mean and as you're older and you realize how much shit people really go through and just in life and you realize as you get older some of the real challenges of it all. And, you know, it's just, it just makes me sad. It does. It does. It does. I really like Celine Dion. I'm a huge fan of her voice. I love her. I love her music. And I've met her. She's a really nice lady, you know, and I know that when it affects the one thing that you do and and the thing that you love to do and you're not able to do it, that's really, that's devastating to anybody. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're famous or not. It's like being an artist and you lose the ability to use your hands. It's like, how do you create when that's all you've done your entire life? You know? So it's just, it's a reminder that everything is precious and kind of, I do, I am one of those people who believes in being really thankful and I'm a prayerful person. And I do kind of think, thank your blessings is really, really real because one day, everything is great and the next day everything can absolutely change on a dime you know it really really can but we're glad that Brittany's on her way home we pray continually for paul whelan's family and for paul that he comes home i you don't know? Pr- i don't pray for anybody but well, <laughs> i think about them i don't pray <laughs> well i'm a prayerful person and i do i pray. think about them i meditate mm-hmm. on people but i do not pray i guess have to make mm-hmm. i do not pray i am but i obviously it's very sad with him because to be that close you know and you're dealing with a, man- a maniacal uh power hungry person so it's it's um it's, yeah, it's just a sad situation, but I'm glad one good thing has come out of it. You know, one good thing has come out of it. And, so and it's World Team, Cup time, and Morocco. Team Morocco. I mean, let me just Team tell Morocco. you something. Spain fired. Today? Wait, Who's wait, playing? no, nobody. T- Spain fired their coach. Wait a minute. After okay. they lost. Okay, let me. <laughs> they did fired you the coach. see what that coach looked like? I'm, oh my god! No, <laughs> that coach. Oh my shitting Jesus! That. You just like him because he's hot. Of course. <laughs> I have said it before. I'll say it again. Soccer players are the firemen. They're of the sports. hottest. They're, They're the, the hottest. hottest. And They're I was I was rooting for I, I could care either which way who wins. As long as Germany doesn't win, I'm fine. They're but, out. They're not gonna win. No, that's what I'm saying. As long as they don't win. But I'm looking at it and they kept cutting to a coach, and I kept coming, oh please, 
please make that the Morocco coach because that would be just like <laughs> a sea of stunning. And he, and then I saw all the tattoos. I went, I don't think he's the Moroccan coach. You're like, you're like, I don't think that's Morocco. I, I don't think that's Morocco. The Moroccan coach looks like a perfectly nice guy too, but he was not the. I love that. You're like. He's a the, perfectly the, nice guy, but the hot one. Well, oh the hot, the no, hot one is. See what the, this guy looks like. The hot one is unemployed. Oh well, <laughs> they got knocked out, and he got knocked out. Yeah, no, he's really fucking. He's like French TV actor, good looking. <laughs> no, listen. He's good looking. I will say this. I don't want to be shallow, but I have me, no dog listen, in this show, so I might as well look at it. I'm the, I'm the queen of shallow. Me and all of my gays, we've been watching the World no. Cup because we've been watching by teams of hotness. We're like, okay, yeah, we're going to watch. I'm we're like, real. we're watching Senegal today because they're hot. Yeah, oh, they're watch. hot too. No, Oof. give me a nice multicultural, one of Honey. everything. Let me just tell you yeah. something. No, they're I hot. Senegalese people are very hair, good looking. They're good looking cuts, people. Hot legs, yeah. Give me high, all the tight round yeah, butts yeah, on yeah. backs, give me, and, thighs. And, and, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely They're been good. a a parade of hot men kicking. But balls. I would like to see Morocco go further, only because I think it would be a really nice to have would, an Arab North African team. That'd be super cool. Yeah, I would like. I'm I'm really. Do you kinda, think Do you think the sock the Spanish soccer coach could come and coach the Knicks? Maybe. Kind of I mean, well, they what actually the won. <laughs> I know, but I'm I mean, well, it's a ball. People running I, up and down a court. You know. I you know. I'm sorry. I kind of feel like I noticed he wasn't wearing a wedding ring either. I was looking at the Spanish hot coach. <laughs> I love that you're watching for it all. No, like, listen, they kept cutting to him every five <laughs> seconds, and I'm like. Okay, but then I thought he's European. He's not going to wear a wedding ring. <laughs> maybe he's gay, Courtney. Or maybe, maybe you he's could, a hot well, gay Spanish what, coach. Or maybe you could be like one of the new wags, and it'd be like yeah. who were the who were the two that were in court, Rebecca and the yeah, other no, one fighting. Listen, let me tell you something. If you look like that, you're not checking for a 63 year old. You're going for like, does Penelope Cruz have a sister? Okay. <laughs> I know many things about myself. I do not have low self-esteem, but I'm not. I I have lived a life, Courtney Anderson. I am well aware that the Spanish soccer coach is not checking for Amy Linden. I can't even be. offer him free CDs anymore. I got like I'm, nothing. Oh my god! Do you remember when that was a good bargain? Uh, that was like that was like your real like here. You want a I, CD? I was like, you want a Lauren Hill CD? Come on, really? Yeah. You want a promo CD? It's like. What's for Christmas? Here, pick what you want for your cousins. <laughs> oh, Spanish hot soccer coach. Yeah, so it's like we got um, quarterfinal matches. Quarterfinal matches this weekend. Who's playing? Uh, I want Morocco, say obviously Morocco. Morocco and Portugal. Yeah, and Portugal's Bra definitely in and, it, and Croatia and is isn't Croatia, Croatia and, and France and France. And no, it's France versus England. Oh, that'll be nothing bad has ever happened between France and England before. No, I think I it's Portugal <laughs> versus Morocco, right? I think it's Brazil versus Croatia. Somebody else is somebody. So it's all it's an all colonialist. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we used to own you. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, an all Portuguese, um, an, a Portugal Brazil 
Oh my God. Can you imagine would, the I mental? Would, that would be amazing. Actually. I would like to see for some reason, <laughs> like, you know, me and my French thing, right? But it's like, I don't always away want France to win, even though I like Killian. You just Mbappe. have a thing. You just have a thing for him though. Like, I would like to see Killian win. I wouldn't be mad if Killian won. I actually would like to see Brazil win because this is the year they kicked Bolsonaro out of there. Well, how about Argentina? Where's Argentina in all this? Oh, yeah. They're still in it, too. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Um, but, yeah, you know. Isn't it fun how we're talking about it? It's like we really give a fuck. Isn't I mean, that, it's isn't like, that cute? We get, well, how we we're do, like, I, but it's good. I we like the do world. for a month every four no, years. No, that's exactly. That's like, like everything. I, I will <laughs> say one of the things I do like about the World Cup, and I'm late to it. You know, I only started watching about 15 years ago. But what I like about it, I like the idea of everyone in the world doing the same thing at the same time. Right. I do like the idea. And I have to say, I have watched many a stupid Super Bowl game in my life, and I've never seen small children crying in the stands when their team loses. And I'm like, right. you know what? That's kind of pathetic, number one. But you should be happy that your parents took you out of school and brought you to Cutter for right. a week. Yep. But it is, you got to give it to soccer fans. They are like, and you don't have to have a halftime show. Oh, well. I just want well, all the teams. we don't know the because the coach. thing is, they do have that intermission, but we don't actually usually see what goes on because we go into the, the uh, you know, usually um, you go into commentary and they don't really show what's happening oh. on the field. So there could be entertainment. Yeah, I don't think they can run them in and out that quickly. I mean, you know. um, all right. Sorry, sorry, French. What is Spanish soccer coach's name, by the way? Spanish Football soccer coach. coach. Football. Uh. His name is. It's uh, some probably something De La Fabulous Cruz, Javier Bardem De La Cruz, <laughs> Churro, Javier De La Churro. Ooh, I want a churro. Now. Yeah, the churro ladies have been churro. like slacking off, lady. We'll have this I conversation. Haven't seen, later. I haven't seen. No, I saw them. The prices like churros have gone up. Something's happening. The price um, of everything has gone up. I know. But the the, the dollar of- icy is now two dollars for the small. I will say this, and then we should probably talk about music, but I will say this about my local tour ladies. It's like a conglomerate. It's all the same lady. And when Mm. she sees me coming now, she knows to give me the extra long churro. Mm -hmm. She doesn't give me those stubby churros. Mm -hmm. And she knows that I like a brown bag over the top so that the sugar doesn't get (laughs) in my purse. I love that you have a I feel like I'm on a churro wait i like like i'm like a, a um like norm or something in cheers it's like churro lady here you thank i like that she's probably cursing me out afterwards but she's very nice and goes hey mommy and then she puts the extra bag and i love that no I, customer service it's small things that keep. Cus- it's very service. small things. it's very small things that keep me happy that little things like that make me go i get through my day going the churro lady and there are many churro ladies but yeah. churro lady outside of brooklyn tech um because i know where they all are now in the 10 mm-hmm. block radius and they see you coming they're like oh here comes the here's the lady. white lady who yep. will fucking want she likes her extra warm extra long extra bag yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna make a really bad joke and i will not do that mm-hmm. <laughs> okay music I heard we talked about music kind of makes the people. This got to be another another music song you can think of. Okay, what we're I know. not going to do? Uh, yeah, is we disparage are. Disparage. I'm going to disparage the classic. That bitch every- 
Okay. No, that is a good song. That but is a good that song. That is a no. great song. No, it is a good song. It is a good song. <laughs> and that was in the year 2000. We had not come to this yet. Yeah. <laughs> to the, right. as somebody described hers, they said that she looks. <laughs> She's the Jocelyn she, Wheeler no, scene no, of dancing. They said music. that she looks like a non binary alien. <laughs> like so a non non binary alien. A, number, a, number, rave, a rave goer. <laughs> and yeah, it was kind of like. A lot. There's a that, lot. It's so many things. Well, all right. Fuck her. All right. Next. <laughs> I love Madonna. All right. Good. She doesn't love herself, obviously. I will, <laughs> I, I will always love Madonna. Madonna That's is- good. I just can't look at what's happening. I act yeah. like it's not happening. Well, let's for really and I have a, it's and, not I, and I and I have a friend who's swearing up and down. No, she's prepping for her new world tour. I was like, and, and what will that look like? I was like, that will look like, I have no idea. Like right. she's lost her, I don't even know what that would look like. But anyway, everybody's been doing their, their top list of, these are my albums I listened to of the year. The top 20 albums of the year. Top 50 albums of the year. So here we are to give you each our Stuff top- we like. <laughs> Stuff we like. Because Courtney's way more organized. I was just like, I, yeah, I, I, I think I remember a, this. A list. I actually made a top 10 list in the order of things that I've been listening to. Astrologically. To. He did yeah. it like astrologically. And so starting in an order at number 10, I'm going to say my number 10 album of the year was Tuvelu's Dirt Film. Tuvelu, another Swedish pop star. I don't know what's in the water there. I don't know I what's in the you. food I there. I told you I did a there whole is, article. It is there, in their genetic, their, I'm, I'm not trying, Swedish, traditional Swedish folk, traditional Swedish movie has the same kind of hookiness and melody they're raised with knowing how to make melodies, and they grew up listening to English radio. So there you go. And it is, again, her fifth album. And once again, smart pop, great production, great lyrics, performed great. She's kick, She's going to be going out on a headlining U.S. tour. I think that she's really amazing. And I also believe she's underrated here. You know, the cool kids know her. They, people can barely say her name here. They call her Tove Low, and it's like I, I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, in my defense, mm-hmm. I mean, it is phonetically Tove Low. In my defense, you know, we don't grow up with a lot of Swedish names. Abba, I can say mm-hmm. that. Robin, mm-hmm. I can say mm-hmm. that. Nana <laughs> Cherry, I can say that. <laughs> you know, I'm an idiot. I, I own it, as the kids say. But anyway, I'm sorry. But yes, it's a great. She record. is good. And it's a great, great, great record. Um, Still grooving to it. You know, listen, I love all her albums. Like, don't get me started. Her single Disco Tits is so fucking good. It's so, 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 so good. Anyway, uh, my next album, number nine, FKA Twigs, Caprice Capra Songs. Again, this was listed as a mixtape, and the... Atlantic Records has announced that there is a new FKA Twigs album coming in 2023, which is exciting. I love an artist that you can't put in a box. And FKA Twigs and what I would even call her music, I just, I, you know, it ticks so many different boxes. And I thought that this was another really good one from her. You know, I know she's an acquired taste for some people, but um, I loved it. Loved it. Thought it was great. Still listen to it. Uh, number eight, Louis Vega expansions in the new NYC. Louis Vega is a house 
music icon, still making great house music, still DJing all over the world, still is this playing. A master, is this a Masters at Work? No, it's not a Masters at Work. It's a it's a Louis Vega record. Okay. And it, Robin's on this record. Karen Harding's on this record. India? Um, is India? I don't remember. You know, India hasn't really... Um, done anything in a while? Well, no, she's, you know, she's really in the space of making salsa. her salsa and stuff. She hasn't really come back to the club world in okay. a long, long, long time. But, you know, uh, hold on, I'm going to put it up right here. Honey Dijon's on this record. Elements of Light. Lisa Fisher's on this record. Oh, wow. Debbie Winans is on this record. Cindy Mizell is on this record. Oh, Unlimited wow. Touch. Low Clausel. Carrie Chandler. Moody Man. It is just oh, wow. really, Audrey, it's vocals. It's Audrey beautiful. Yes. Be- beautiful. All right, I have to check it. You need to send me the name of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's expansions in the. I love him. I mean, I've always loved Louis Vega and Masters of Work and Jelly Bean Production. I I am a very much classic, you know, Latin freestyle house. That whole era of New York house and freestyle is well, you know, I mean, that's like I love that stuff. Then you'll love it. Uh, And then we go to number seven, which is Charlie XCX Crash. I feel like there was a lot of hype and energy coming around this album. It came. A lot of press. She was everywhere for like a hot minute, right? Yeah. And she went on a tour, which people loved. But it seemed to me it kind of, here in the U.S., just didn't have as much legs as I feel like it should. This is, again, we've talked about people who've written for other people, right? She writes really great, smart pop tunes, edgy pop tunes. I love the way she performs her music. This is a great record that deserved more attention here in the U.S. And I hope people go back and really dig into it because she's super, 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 super talented. And I think she's one of those people who's really one hit away from worldwide domination. Well, it's so weird is she's had the one hit as a writer for, you know, the Icona, the Mm -hmm. Icona pops. She's had, you know, her stuff. You just don't know it's her. Right. You, You know? Like she's right. writing for all these people and you don't, it's like that woman, Julia Michaels writes every goddamn song in the world, but I couldn't tell you what Julia Michaels even looked like. Or oh, it's like Carrie Hilson, right? Carrie Hilson uh, wrote for okay. so many people. Inclu- including <clears throat> Beyonce. Um, mm-hmm. I love Carrie Hilson. I really mm-hmm. do. I have a, uh, I just love Carrie Hilson. I think she was done wrong by the industry. Mm-hmm. Free Carrie. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. And the next up is Charlotte Adegei and Bolise Popol and Topical Dancer. Now, Charlotte and Bolise have three EPs before, but they all went under just Charlotte's name, and they've been making music together from the beginning. This is the first, considering uh, album where they're both credited, so it's kind of their debut in that way. And it really is a great record. There's a mashup of so many different things of house, electronica, R&B, world music. And it talks about a lot of subjects, sexual abuse, uh, discrimination, discrimination, racial discrimination. But it's a really good, interesting, strong record that it's just different. It's hard to describe something to compare it to. It's just one of those things you can't put into a box. But it's a really, really great record. I loved it when it came out. I love Charlotte Adjaye. And I love this record. Um, Then uh, my next record is Ari Lennox, Age, Sex, Location. 
great R&B record. You and I have talked about it all the time, about how a lot of these new young artists in R&B, in America at least, they all sound alike. They're giving you the same vibe. It's the same energy. But I really liked what this was a very strong second album for Ari. And um, she sounded really good on it. The production is great. The writing's on it. And it spun a lot in this house. We really, we really, we really played it and give her her big ups. Now we're coming to my top four albums of 2022. These are my still in rotation heavy playing them a lot around these parts. At number four, we have Blue Lab Beats, Motherland Journey. Blue Lab Beats, Motherland Journey is, I would say, a jazz fusion record. They're based out of the UK. It's uh, One of the members is the son of Kwaku from D-Influence. And it is an absolutely great, great record full of rhythms and vibes and energy. And it's, it's really, really good music that I know it's people listed as jazz. I would say jazz fusion because it's really fused with like trip hop and like um, R&B and it's, it's dope. I love it. Love it. Love it. Number three is Ultra by Ultra Nate. It's her first self-titled album. It's her 10th album. And it is, dance music from front to back, amazingly written, amazingly produced. It it went to number one in certain countries, top 10 around the world. And it's a real success for her as an independent artist, putting out a record 35 years into your career and still being loved, still having hits all over the world and being well-received. And I, you know, I want dance music to get its respect, especially from artists that live in this space. And that is what they do. And, you know, she really got great reviews. People loved it. I love it. You know, I love her. And this is really a a return. It's it's almost to me a, um, a good counterpiece to her first album, Blue Notes in the Basement, where you heard House from where she was at that place in like 1989, 1990, to what she's giving as a house music artist in 2022 going into 2023. It's a great album. Everybody should listen to it. It's great for your party. It's great for backyards. It's great for everything. Number three is the legendary... Oh, no, sorry. That Number three was, was Ultra. Number two is the iconic Milan Farmer and her latest La Emprise, which I see Amy... Every time I say Milan, she literally goes into well, a Well, in my defense, I'm the only fucking person you know who knew who she right. was. Right. You know, in my right. defense. Right. That's not true. I know I've said that to you when we talked about who it. Who didn't You're one hate of the her. few people. Who right. didn't hate you, her. I had friends who knew who she who was. Who didn't hate her. <laughs> right. But every time her name comes up, you laugh. So you don't hate her, but it's the opposite. It takes. But here's the thing. Again, this album. It's like album, when you say for some reason. I know right. what to Well, is. but this album has been very well, well reviewed. It debuted at number one in France, in French-speaking Belgium and Switzerland, the markets where her, her concentration are. She sold 
72,000, over 72,000 units of physical units the first week in France. So it came out the gate with a gold certification. Gold is 50,000 units in France. And we know somebody who wrote a song on it. Right, right. And the thing that I appreciate is that it is a beautiful record. It's orchestral and electronic-y and dark, but it's, it's written well, it's produced well, it is performed well. And... I always give it up for an artist who 35, 40 years into their career is still making great music and the fans are still showing up for it. And I love it. You know what I mean? And I've been playing it nonstop. And number one comes, number one is Renaissance by Beyonce. And why that's surprising to me is, uh, you know, I think everybody's heard me say it a million times that, you know, I've. I've definitely have, have done some work with her throughout the years. And a Beyonce record is not my, you know, I listen to every record that comes out. And records that I work, I, you know, I listen to them. And I think the the record that I played of hers the most was probably four. I told you, I really loved that album. I It was my favorite to work on remixes because it was really hard. It was challenging. And I I, I love a challenge, right? So I listened to that album more than anything. And then the 2013 Surprise album I thought was great. And I did listen to that a bunch. That was the Midnight album. That's Drunken Love, Blow, EXO, all of those songs. But this album for me brings me back to a time and a place of, you know, before I was in the music industry, going out to clubs young and going out to great clubs. I, I recognize those textures and those samples. And I like the young producers that she worked with on this record. I thought it was written well, sang well, the research was done well. It And I really, it touched me in a way that a lot of her other work has not. And I don't know if that's personal. And so that skews my, my, my sort of energy around this record, but it's probably the Beyonce record that I absolutely 1000% played more than any other Beyonce record because she's not my go-to. That's just the truth. Like, you know, when I come home and I'm playing certain music after a day at work and you know me, I'll play a lot of old stuff and different records. It's not usually a Beyonce record. And sometimes when I'm in the mood for her voice, if I could be honest, I'll go back and play certain Destiny's Child records you know what I mean? Before I play a lot of the, the the solo albums. But for this one, I played it a lot, a lot, a lot. And I still, I haven't played it in a while. And uh, I was out uh, just running in the neighborhood the other day. And, you know, it was in playing out of a store. And it kind of made me bop again. I was like, oh, it's time to revisit this album again. You know, and it's so I, funny when you, you said know. it's really well researched. That's why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's really well researched. Well, I don't have a problem I, with I that because if you're going back to make a record that's playing homage to a time in gay clubs and things where, one, she was not alive, really, to, for, for some of those references, and you're really trying to be honest to the music and say, I'm paying, it's a renaissance, so I'm paying homage to the Black gay clubs in this moment. Yeah, like some of the music that you're listening to, that you're researching, you've been listening to, if you're trying to take those textures I do think it's important to at least know where you're pulling from because it's not a carbon copy of those things, but I feel the energy of those things. To me, the balance is just right, you know? So it doesn't feel like a research project of, oh, yes, I'm going to just take this, you know, moi Renee work that most people 
have no idea who Moi Renee is. I've used to see Moi Renee. I've seen Moi Renee perform. I remember when Miss Honey came out and it was a club moment. I also remember when Moi Renee was killed and everybody, you know, that was back when they would just say, uh, you know, that the person committed suicide and came out years later that she was murdered. You know what I mean? It was like, so there's just bringing all of that book up just brings me back to a time when Christopher Street really was gay and was Christopher Street. And we would go to Midtown 43 and Tracks and, you know, all of the, and Stella's and Two Potato and all of those things. It reminds me of those times. And the truth of the matter, if Beyonce was born in 1984, I graduated from high school in 1985, she wouldn't have been in a club. And, and those producers who are worked in it, they're all really young, right? So they're kind of, if you notice, a lot of the music is going back to being referencing 80s and 90s, even in the looks that we're getting. We're kind of, we're live. I feel like I'm now my parents when they were seeing a renaissance and samples of the music they grew up in. Now it's kind of like all of these artists are doing 80s and 90s and I feel like the old man because I'm like, oh my God, I was there for the first time around on this. And now it's back. It's like, fuck, I'm that person where yeah, I'm looking she, at it going, she's shit. Just not, she's just not the girl to do it, in my opinion. But the album in was my, great. It, might, it, I, it I is your opinion. But I also think, who is the person to do it? I don't well if I you're celebrating if you're coming back and saying I don't why is it that a black woman can't come back and say I'm celebrating no woman. but hold on it is because when she talked about this album it's about celebrating a certain part of black culture and black club culture so I when you say she's not the woman to do it I'm like I who do you think could be the I don't person think she to has the I, I I don't think that she has the vocal abandon to do it. She's Bullshit. a very good singer. Wow. Okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to call bullshit on that because right. I think people could say they don't like her, but I don't think that you. And can, I don't when, dislike her. I don't. Yeah, but I, I think it's weird when people come. And I'm not a. You know I me. Mean? I'm not one of those people who stand for like scream Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. But when people come and say about her vocals, I'm like, the lady can sing. And she I never sings said really that. Well. I never said that. I never said and she could sing. And this album is ending up number one on a lot of people's list that I wouldn't expect it to. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. The vocal abandoned, and she's not the one. It was like she's one of the biggest stars in the world. It's like yeah, that platform for yeah, some. I, like I know people who've worked on who worked on this record who now their worlds have opened up. All right, but we're talking about two totally different things. No, I just, because yeah. her being the one has opened up for some of these people who are gay and queer producers and writers. Suddenly, because they wrote on this record, their world has completely expanded. So it she kind of is saying the that one. she's not. I'm not saying that she's not a commercial. I'm not saying we're confusing. I don't think. I don't forget it. Can you turn it to your mic? I told you you have to face your mic. You can't. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think that I mm. was not a huge fan of the record. I don't dislike it. I just don't think I don't listen to it. That's a, I don't go to Beyonce for that kind of music. I'm glad she's giving people work. I have no problem with her paying homage. It's just that the record didn't move me in any way. That's it. That's all I meant but, by vocal abandonment. I, I know, but to me, I feel like she doesn't move. And I, and I feel like and I feel like that's okay. And I think as a black gay man when I listen to this record and I hear who it was for, I think that that's okay that you don't get it. I yeah. think No, black, I, didn't say I think no no no, hold on. 
because you part of you didn't get it, but it's okay because I don't know if it was for you to get. I think this record really was. She's made a lot of records for her female fans. I absolutely, when I listen to this record, think this is a record for her gay fans. All right. It really, it, it feels that way. It reads that way. And I think this is a love letter to the gay fans. I absolutely do. So I understand if you're like, it doesn't really move me in that way. And I, I don't love it. I, I think generational, and, and I, I don't think that every gay fan loves it, but I know a lot do. And for me, it hits me in that way very organically as that, you know? And, and it's interesting that in her most, that there was no visual to come with it, right? It's like there was no visual part to kind of make that connection. And I think I enjoyed that more because you really just had to live with the music. And the music to me felt so familiar to so many parts of, of my life and early clubbing that I, I, I part of me probably has a nostalgia, right, for that moment because it brings me back to being on the dance floor with my friends and twirling. And you know how much I love dance music. So it's I, I love this record. I do. I'm surprised at how much I love this record. I really am. But I do. I love this record. And it really did make it my number one this year, quite honestly, surprisingly, because she's just not the go-to in this house. It's like you. I don't. We've been talking about music a lot. You never were just like, yeah, I just was just finishing listening to Beyonce. You know what I mean? It's like, if I call you, be like, you just finished listening to Roxy Music. But it's like neither of us ever really say that is the direction that we are drawn in to her music. So I appreciate this. And it's the first record I didn't do anything on. You know what I mean? So I really came by it honestly. I hadn't heard anything early. I heard it all when you all heard it and got to experience it that way. And you I, did, and I, and you I did call that the fact that she had to have a record that people could dance to, though, because people need. I, yeah, I told you that shit. I, yeah, listen, no, you you did I, that because she the had truth, to. She the, couldn't put out another the contemplative truth, no, record. The truth of the matter is, and I've said this, and I believe it, and you can see it in history with everybody. When you really want to hit, and you've been in the game a long time, especially for pop stars, and especially what they do to women, to female pop stars, right? You notice when, you, when you've had an album or, or a time and it's rocky and you haven't had maybe the, the, the chart hits that you want, everybody comes back and they make people dance. Because what's the way to come back and have a hit? If you come back strong and make people dance. And yeah. that gives it to you. And I felt like there's been a lot of records with her that were either soundtracks, then soundtrack songs, then a Lion King situation where it was like, some people like this song, some people like that. There wasn't that focus like when it was a irreplaceable and everybody around the world was singing that song at the same time. So it's been years since you put out your last solo album, which was a this is what's going on in my marriage moment where galvanized, you know, women love that album, the queens love that album. But now it's like, okay, it's been a long time. There's been a pandemic. I was like, she's going to make people dance. You just have to. Like, you can't come back out with another sort of, here's what's going on with me, because everybody's shit's been fucked up. So that's why you notice all of these dance records came. Some to yeah. more success than others. And I appreciated the fact that the route that she took was the Black gay clubs, because there are that is a space 
that's often overlooked in the story of club and dance and house music. So I appreciated that. And, you know, and I know I jumped in your throat when you're like, I don't know if she's the one to do it. I'm like, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. It's just because I take that. So like, who else would be the one? Like so many people have been doing it, but they don't get the attention. Her doing that to me just pointed attention. And a lot of house music folks, like Robin S suddenly was already booked, was really booked. And I like the residual fact that some of my friends who work in house music, who've been there for a long time, their work started to double and triple because the interest in the genre, because major artists suddenly said, oh, I want to dance, put a lot of focus on them. And I want everybody to just work. You know what I mean? Because if they're working and they've been in this in this field, that's been their field for a long time, it makes me happy to know that people that I know, are, some of that stardust is raining down on them and their bookings are going up. So that to me, really, I think of it, in that broader spectrum when I talk about her making this record because I've seen the residuals around and I'm seeing a lot of people working and who've been working but getting even more gigs. So I like that. Okay. Still <laughs> I know. And, you, and Amy's like, that is a great speech. I still don't fuck That's with that record. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really fuck with her, to be honest with you. No, you um, don't. And, and you still haven't seen her live. No, I did. I saw a Destiny's Child track That's date not in the Miami. same thing. Right. <laughs> with, Eagle, with Eagle Eye Cherry opening up for them. And <laughs> the poor man was like, what did I do? Who did I kill to be in front of this? What have I done wrong to do to have to do this? And it was very sad. Um, it was very sad. Um, all right. Uh, I don't have it in order because I can't remember what day it is on any given day. And... Um, I, I tend to listen to, you know, I listen to music and, you know, I listen to things and I get like totally obsessed with it. And then I forget. Mm. I just don't listen to it. And, and which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like I was telling you, if you were to look at my Spotify wrapped up, it's been the same for four years, which is either, I would like to say either consistency or mental illness. I don't know which no, it is. Do you think or it's laziness. Because- no, do you it's think lazy. it's like we said now, before we were marketed things, right? So it kind of stayed in your consciousness. Now there's so much with streaming. Well, it just it, all it's comes. sort of like comfort food too. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, I'm going to listen to this. I, I don't know. I mean, not to, you know, there are certain records I can listen to a million times and, and I find something different in it each time. Right. Um, and, and so, and it is laziness in some ways, because if it's a new record, I have to really, really give it my attention. And sometimes I just want to hear something that I can just throw myself into and not have to go, oh, the production on this or whatever. Right. right. So records that just, I don't know, they're not my top 10. They're just records that I could remember when someone were to say to me, would you listen to what made an impact in some way? And there's a million albums and there's a million. And I'm looking at these top 20 lists going, who the fuck are these people that you're talking about <laughs> and when did the harry styles backlash start because clearly it started because i know all you guys gave this record a rave review and now it's like really a, the top 100 singles of the year and it's not even on there as it was come on which it's makes like, no sense because that is no the, that is come the song on, come of the on. year i mean come on whether i mean you, so whether you want to admit it or not yeah yeah, yeah. no way that yeah, is so the i song just find this kind of like i read your review of this record and you were raving and now suddenly like okay so we got it the backlash okay so in no particular order wet leg wet leg just love great energy great album 
great, great energy, great energy, lots of fun. Um, I've heard they're great live, have not seen them live, but I like the whole sassiness of them all. Um, um, you know, Nas has done three albums in a row now. The King's Disease. I still would like to know what King's Disease means. Can I someone- do want to go to the show. Oh, of course. You know how much money that thing is? You know, it's like five billion dollars to go. Is it? Yeah, it's five billion dollars. Somebody yeah. I know bought tickets for his son and said literally had to sell like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the business. Right. Um, so it's like kidney donation and nobody well, you, wants my, nobody wants my organs. That's the mm-hmm. one thing I can take to my grave. Nobody wants mm-hmm. my organs. Anyway, King's disease three. Uh, I mean, the series of records that he has made, nobody, if you had said five years ago, who's going to have consistently killer records as they're inching up to 50, Nas, it would not have been actually it wouldn't have been any rapper because people think they stopped making good music at a certain point, but just a great, great albums, great production, hit boy, he has always had something to say, and now he's not hes not catching trends. He's financially successful enough that he doesn't have to worry about having a hit. Every time you use Ring, you're using, you're putting money in Nas's pocket. Um, yeah, he's he's turned out to be a very interesting artist. Who would have thought that he'd be like, have a record company and a film production company and a magazine? And, you know, so I like that record a lot. I know Pusha T is a one-trick pony, but I don't know. It's a good but it's trick. A gr- but here's the thing. If you have the trick, that's all you trick. need is it's the trick, trick, right? It's a and good the trick. trick is being super fucking talented and coming out when you have something to say. And you know what I appreciate about him? That his albums are tight and yeah, right. It's not some... 86 song. It's not 86 songs. It's not no interlude. It's, it's not nothing. 19 songs. It's like not boom, boom, story. boom. Well, the here it is. Were, the clips were always a very efficient group. There wasn't yeah. a lot of the, the clips were like working the working man's hip hop group. It, their job having to be moving cocaine, but um, um, it's almost dry. I just really like it a lot. Um, it's Pharrell and and Kanye doing the production. You can, we all have our problems with both of those guys in a lot of ways, but it's that's kind of what they do best is production. I mean, so it's just a tight, tight record. Diet Coke is such a great single. Um, I'm going to totally mangle this name because I'm an American and I'm an idiot. Uh, Rosalia, but Motomami, oh man, I just really like her. I've liked her a lot. I like that motherfucking chewing gum song, the one where she chews the gum first. Oh yeah, no, all this. She's just I I like the idea. She comes out of she is from Spain. She comes out of a nouveau flamenco tradition, which is we don't get artists coming out of that. She can really sing. She she's giving I just like it. And I like the fact that she's the songs are tight, they're short, they're expansive. She's She's looking at a world. And I also like the fact that she's not singing in English. I like the fact that she's becoming a huge star. And she's like, you can listen to what I have to say in the language. She speaks English. She's just not singing in English. Um, in that same note, uh, Bad Bunny, can't pron- I can't even, En uh, Verano Sinti, Uno, yeah, I believe mm-hmm. is how it's pronounced. You know, that's album of the year, hands down. That's album of the year. I mean, if that doesn't win, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Beyonce, but this is what he's no. done this in terms of I, what I, he has done in terms of the industry is un. I hate to I be hyperbole. It's unparalleled. I Nobody has done this. That it, first of all, he stayed number one longer than anybody. Longer than the album. prime minister of England. Long, long, <laughs> like two of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 
I feel that that is the album of the year. It's the album of the year. It is. It's the album of the year. And it's, I, this is not to take away, and obviously Beyonce is owed no, one, but man, Beyonce, if the Grammys no, want to make a statement. But what Beyonce, I absolutely think she's going to sweep all of the dance categories, right? Yeah, she'll she'll get sure. the dance electronics album. She's going to get that. Terry Hunter's going to get that remix award because there's like you know all the re- this one was commercially released, so it was able to be nominated. They're they're going to give her all of those. The album of the year is going to go to Bad Bunny simply because he he stayed number one for like. For like ten weeks, it kept bouncing down. Like, but also, he's just going back he rep- up. It's what he represents. I think. I think it's. I think he's just. Nobody had a bigger year. Nobody had th- a bigger year. And I and I think that um, I've heard he. I've seen him perform on television. It's just what he represents. He represents like a whole genre blurring. And again, true to who he is, he's not attempting to cross over in the sense of like I'm going to do a song in English. You come to him, and I think he's great. Also, who sings in a language I don't speak. A language Courtney thinks he speaks, but I don't speak. Stromae, and I, I think that's how French. you. Pronounce, I think that's how. Well, he speaks Belgian Spanish, so it's different. But Stromae, multitude. I've been a fan of his for years. This is a more a less dancey record than his last album, and certainly his first album. Um, he's just a really good artist. Um, I will admit that I do Google Translate or look for translations of his lyrics because I know he is actually singing about actual topics and I would like to sort of know what he's singing about, but I think he's great. Um, Yeah, I've always liked him a lot and I think this was a really good record. Um, I really like Salt a lot. They've put out a million records, right? Yeah, they put out 40 albums this year, but they were good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, they're good. I mean, it's just like, oh my God, stop putting out records. You're hurting people. (laughs) It's like when Prince decided to put out every fucking thing he ever recorded. It's like, you know, it's like enough. We got it. We we know you have things in the studio. But they put out a lot of records. They put like a, a... a photo, a photo dump of music about a it month was ago. Five albums, yeah. Right, but the one that sort of made sort of the most attention is um, Eleven. I just like them. They give me a Young Disciples kind of vibe. Um, I, 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 there's just something about them. They have really good dance up. They have really good uh, more R and B kind of soulful stuff. They can get a little woo woo and a little like you know you know, benevolence and blah, blah, blah. But I just like them. And I, I, there's something about them. I've always liked I was not aware of them until about three or four years ago. Somebody turned me on to them and I, I find them always never the same, but always recognizable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I did not listen to this record a lot, but I did listen to it and it caught my attention. And I like her on other albums, Sudan, um, Archives, Natural Brown, Prom Queen. And that's making a lot, that's yeah. making a lot of top lists. So that's a mm-hmm. good sign. Yeah. Um, interesting. That woman. was a great record. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like I sat there and listened to it, listened to it, listened to it, but I was, I I did like what I saw a lot. Um, I think and and records were sort of like, I think caught my ear but i wasn't obsessed with them but they definitely caught my ear well the steve lacy record gemini writes the fact that he's become such a huge star and all the internet kids you know who would have thought you know a million years ago that this was the group you hear the frank ocean influence i know we're hot we're both hot and cold on frank ocean but when you go back and listen you know you go back and listen to frank ocean at his peak frank ocean-ness I mean, okay. really great stuff. I, and I got to clear this up because I know I always make a lot of Frank Ocean. Things. No, you're amazing. I, you're absolutely I th- right. With I you think said. that he is very talented. Yeah. I've never said he's not. 
I, you know, and I really, I enjoyed his first mixtape. I like Channel Orange. I just, to me, it then started to be like a lot of the songs sounded like the same song to me. So while I think he's really talented, I personally feel like he's overrated because I don't, I, I don't feel like I've had that. I think everybody's over. I think you're uh, right though. I think you're I, right. I, I, I still want, I don't. I don't feel like we've gotten that definitive moment from him yet. Like, I still, I don't know. It's just weird. Channel Orange was great. Okay, great. I enjoyed that. Fine. And I don't know. It's just the way people really, really love him. I love the idea of him. And I absolutely do think he's a talented person. I don't have that same thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that he's I think he's very talented. I think he's super overhyped. I think most artists are super overhyped, to be really honest with you. I the word legend and icon and classic are thrown around like give me a freaking break. Okay. So I think kids are legends with one album, honey. They're like they're a legend. I'm like, what album? (laughs) Eagerly awaited. You know, I think he's very, very talented, but it's like it's been five years. Like it's been five years. Where's the where is the next you know five years you know um, anyway I would I I um, the Steve Lacey record and the Harry Styles record I mean I don't go back to it all the time but oh my God come on you want a pop record you want a nice white boy pop record that's what you got man this is as good as it gets in terms of really good songs really good production really good singer I will say though. The more I listen to Harry Styles, the more I go back and watch old concert footage of Robbie Williams, and I just go, oh, my God, how perfect was he? How mm-hmm. perfect was a showman? Jesus, I wish I could have seen that. Not aged well, I will say that. But Really? He still looks my- all right? <laughs> oh, no, he does not. <laughs> well, he's got one of those bad haircuts where they shave the head, and then they have the, the faux hawk going on. But yeah, I just but, like he's Harry- not, but that's been his kind of hairdo for years. I like- and I- I like, I just, but I'm just saying it kind of, we've talked about the fact that Harry Styles sort of had the career that everybody thought Robbie Williams was going to have. Very different artists though. Very different artists. And um, here's the thing. Robbie Williams has a huge career. He still does. He, his last album was number one in the UK. He just did not have the American success. Well, that's what I mean. And America is weird with, 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 you know, international. He's way too British. I, I just don't. I think that they didn't really, we didn't have the full take that connection in that whole well, also, story. Yeah, and, and he's also way too British and 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 wink, wink, nod, nod. Americans don't have the same, British humor is not American humor. We but don't the get, people we, who love him here, love him. Like yeah, he love does, him. No, I think When he does great. shows here, they sell out immediately because the fans who are here are very loyal yeah. and rabid because he makes another one. Great pop music, right? Yeah, no, it's what I'm saying. So when I always, it, it's it's funnily, it's just like listening to Harry Styles kind of took me back to that era. But anyway, so you know, in no particular order, there's been a lot of good music. I know I've forgotten like half of it because I just forget everything. But um, yeah, you know, be interesting to see what happens with the Grammys. You know, you know, this uh, listen, people are. It's a lot. I think that having that many nominees, right, in these categories, it's really going to split votes down the middle. So it's going to be very interesting. Like when you have 12 songs of the year, like 12 albums of the year, like who's your clear front runner? You're you know? talking to me? Yeah. I, like I who, do you, who, who, do you, who do you think? I think, I think Bad Bunny. Bad That's Bunny. who I feel like it should be. Yeah. You know? 
I mean, that's my, I, you know, I think, I think it's his to lose. Right. I think it's his to lose. If, if they want to make a statement, they go with him. If they want to go with overdue, they go with her. If right. they want to go with everybody loves him, they go with Harry Styles. Right. Or they go with a country artist. They do that weird thing where they, you know. Or they say, oh, my God, Adele, you came back and here Oh, right. You I totally forgot. Oh, no, we, yeah. We, yeah. we keep forgetting that, that, that she's in the mix. Yeah. But I think the fact that the record came out and it did well as Adele, but it disappeared so quickly and all of that other stuff might help um, might might help get that out yeah. the situation, and and people might just be like, yeah, but she's got a bunch, you know. Yeah. But like, Easy on Me was a huge single, right? So we'll see. Yeah. And you know, sometimes people get very nostalgic when they're voting. They're like, oh, I love that Adele song. Yeah. Well, all right, kids. We've been talking a long time. (laughs) And um, we both want... Professor uh, Linden has to get ready to teach a class. And Professor Courtney would like to (laughs) eat some fruit and drink some sparkling water. Oh, yeah. I've become obsessed with sparkling water. It's good. Or as as Jews call it, seltzer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know when it the became dump, gentrified. Dump. Right, I don't know when day. it became gentrified and became sparkling no, water. When did like, everybody have to drink water from a bottle that you bought from the store? Because it's like, right. oh, I can't turn on my faucet. It's like, really? Because I grew up having it's a fridge. It's the best water. It's the best water. Oh, the refrigerator that got water from the pipes and you pressed the right. button and you got a glass fine. of fucking water. It was absolutely fine. Yeah. Honey, I drank Kool-Aid from water from the sink for years. And look at me. I'm fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who hasn't you know, gotten COVID yet? Me. You know, don't say <laughs> anyway. Knock on, where's the wood? Knock on All the right. wood. Knock on the wood. Um, well, kids, you know, that's great. We'll see you next week. It's been great. You know the deal. Tell a friend, leave a review, share our posts, follow us on Instagram at I'ma let you finish in Y. Follow us on Facebook at I'ma let you finish all one word on Twitter at finish Ima. On uh on um TikTok at I'ma let you finish podcast. And you can follow us by clicking the handy uh, app store and downloading the Pantheon podcast app and have us in your pocket and uh, never miss a show. And until then, we'll, we'll see you next week because same bat time, same bat channel, and same bat you guys and us. So we'll see you next week. Bye, toodles. Bye. Later. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 